From Sedona to the Stars, Dreamtime. Most of us think that it's very natural to have disturbing, funky dreams. It's not. The landscape of dreams is as fought over a realm as any other, and sad to say, we are often hijacked while in them. When galactic historian Andrew Bartzis got tired of doing his umpteenth reading, answering the same two questions, where do I come from and what is my mission, he decided to teach us to fish with some shamanic tools. One of them set up a way to experience dream time in unity consciousness. You know, the wake-up dreams you rush to write down in your journal in the morning. The awesome ones. The ones where you fly, jump off cliffs, join lightning or the atoms of mountains, or mingle with angels, dragons, or extraterrestrials. At least these are some of mine. Unity consciousness mines a rich vein of potential and rides an elevator many floors above the bazaar in the basement. Let's just say there is a lot more to aspire to than Hogwarts or the belief that I don't remember my dreams. For example, that dream where I'm cavorting with lightning came following a test of sorts. I don't know if all of these breakthrough dreams are initiations, but that one clearly was. There I was, threading my way through a dusty back alley in Morocco or Turkey or somewhere to a nondescript cafe I must have known because I stopped and waited there to see two seated mages testing someone before me who did not appear to do so well. I then took my seat at one of the round rock tables rising out of its dirt floor and proceeded to telepathically share the contents of a large ancient book placed in front of me without opening it. When I diffidently asked if I had passed, I could hear the mage's amused laughter wafting through my head. It was then that I leapt up into the inky night sky, showering a majestic show of lightning. I surveyed the dark bay of water below as I celebrated by diving into one of the splendid sky-to-water spikes of lightning. So how do we set the stage for these more exhilarating dreams to appear? We clean ourselves and our surroundings. That is, we pay special attention to the energy field, sometimes called the psychic energy field, around us. I know it sounds boring and mundane, but remember, as above, so below. Psychic cleanliness is had by setting intentions and pinning them in place with physical items and actions. Think energy lines or grids from point A to point B to point C and so on. Your beachhead or protected zone or sanctuary is within these. This is where you can open up to your I am design in all of its magnificence. If you hear about this gridding at all, you probably only hear about the inverted pentagram, which keeps you looking down instead of up. But without getting too specific about sacred geometries, you can consciously look up and reap the benefits. To begin, your zone can be delineated along your property line. Well before I heard about this, though, one of my higher selves must have already known about it because I had dreamed of flying above my backyard and following a searing electric current along its fence line. Connecting lines are created to define an area by laying a special rock or crystal at each of the cardinal points, directions, and or the points of its outline. You can even use your own urine in squirt guns with the same effect as the so-called yellow streamers have in containing targeted banks, Babylonian money system. Animals instinctively know about this principle. Humans, however, have a lot to learn about coexisting with ancestors on the land.
The laying of the stones or lines usually comes under the heading of ceremonial work. Actually, any time we intentionally work with the natural elements of the material world, we are making something manifest, for good or ill. It's just that sometimes we can make a bigger mark than others, like when we launch our songs into the ether of eternity from beside a crackling fire. At another time, I'll talk about how it works because we contain all those elements inside of us. When we move in to clear the house, we start at the main door entrance where the feng shui of statuary has been used since antiquity. Today, salt or crystals at the threshold does the trick, although Sedona's Rion de Rouen creates Atlantean buffers which repel lower frequencies from ever entering. Even our keys may be effectively cleared of other influences by laying them in a tray of salt beneath the rays of the sun. Once inside, most start their fortifications for dream time in the bedroom by placing crystals or glass vases with salt on the ground in each corner of their bed and go on to repeat in each corner of the bedroom and then the house. Galactic historian Andrew Bartzis even suggests adding a glittering netting above the bed to ward off unwanted incoming celestial influences and the more mundane covering or removal of bedroom mirrors or television screens, other very real portals to and from our existence. Local metaphysical ecologist Yafen Etten takes our discernment to the nth degree by reviewing all the bands of lower electromagnetic frequencies and above that can pin us in duality, awake or asleep, starting with electric sockets which leak our energy. Paying attention to detail can pay off in the end when you're able to sail into octaves above duality and rub shoulders with the sages, angels, and spiritual giants looking down from above and above where we too abide. I am Astara, from Sedona to the Stars, until next time.